Hiya, I'm India, and you're hearing the Nostalgic Disney Channel Podcast. Hello everyone, I am India and welcome back to the Nostalgic Disney Channel podcast where we talk about all things Nostalgic Disney Channel. So, let's get right on into it. Alright, so today we're talking about the iconic DCOM Minutemen. Now if you have not watched Minutemen this is, has so many spoilers, and I'm kind of be surprised if you guys haven't watched it. But if you haven't and you could watch it, go on and watch it and then come back to this podcast so that you know what I'm talking about. But if you have no interest in watching it and want an overview, um, I guess I can give you that too. Spoiler alert, I think it's an amazing movie. So let's get on and talk about it. So, um... It was made a movie made in 2008, and it's labeled a sci-fi comedy. It's for it's it's filmed in pretty classic DCOM style of filming. Um, it's got Luke Benward, Nicholas Braun, and Jason Dolly as our three main characters, and then three side characters: Steve McQueen, Chelsea Kane, and Cara Crane. I hope I said all their names right. Now. Our three main characters are kind of DCOM legends in themselves. We have Jason Dolly, who has been in so many DCOMs, and he does not get the DCOM King respect he deserves, so can we just point it out? He's in so many DCOMs, and he does such a great job at it. So, I think we just need to point that out. But we also have Luke Benwork, who's also been in so many DCOMs. Um, just to name a couple, he was in Cloud9... And, um, wow. He was in Cloud9. He's been a couple others. Jason Dolly was in the Good Luck Charlie movie, but he's also obviously Good Luck Charlie, as was Luke Benward. And then Nicholas Braun was in Princess Protection Program, an iconic decom. So we have some pretty Disney Channel heavyweights in this. But I have to mention that this was made in 2008. This is one of the earliest things Jason Dolly and Luke Benward did for Disney Channel. So I think it's really cool. And at first, I didn't even recognize Luke Benward in the movie when I when I watched it because I was like, huh? And then I kind of slowly realized it. But it took me a minute. And like even our side characters, Chelsea Kane, um, was in Jonas, and she did an amazing role in that. So it was great to see her in this movie as well. Um, she plays kind of a similar character, and so yeah. Um, so anyway, Jason Dolly plays Virgil in the movie. Luke Benward plays Charlie Tuttle. N- Nicholas Braun plays Zeke. Steve McQueen plays Derek. Chelsea Kane plays Stephanie. And Kara Crane plays Jeanette. So, anyway, let's get on to the plot of this movie. So we open, uh, we open freshman year, first day of school. And we see that Virgil, Stephanie, and Derek are really good friends. We got kind of a classic three best friends situation in high school so not gonna lie the movie does it is a little bit basic but we're okay with that it's an awesome decom so we can let go of a little bit of basicness with that but anyway it opens in high school and Derek's really looking forward to trying out for the football team and Stephanie really wants to go out for cheerleading they're both really nervous and then Virgil he's kind of a geek 
and, you know, classic geek, not really fitting in in a lot of places. And he ends up going to watch Stephanie and Derek try out for football and cheerleading because he's their best friend. And so he ends up going to watch. Now that is when we see Charlie Tuttle. He's like nine years old and he is in in freshman is a freshman in high school because he's really really smart so we have that kind of thing and he has this rocket powered go-kart if that makes any sense it's the best way I can describe it to you that he tried to create and he ends up running it into the football field during tryouts and that is where the movie kind of kicks off and eventually Derek is able to like knock Charlie off with off of his cart and the football players start like you know roughing up Charlie quote unquote and Virgil tries to stop them. Derek does nothing to help and he's you know a freshman who's trying to make the team and he doesn't want to seem uncool and Stephanie's just kind of there she doesn't fully get what's happening and eventually lo and behold Charlie and Virgil end up in cheerleading suits on the school mascot because they have a ram for the school mascot and they put the two kids like they hang them on the on the ram's horns and thus they were embarrassed causing the incident then we jump three years into the future and that is where the movie takes place so we jump three years into the future and we find that Charlie and Virgil became really, really good friends, and Stephanie and Derek are now dating. They're now super popular, and Virgil's no longer their friend after the incident. Now, what we kind of gather from the way they act is that Virgil was really mad at Derek for not, not standing up for him, and Stephanie was just kind of caught in the middle and ended up taking Derek's side in the, in the whole matter. Now, on from there, we see that Virgil clearly really likes Stephanie, which is, you know, we're hitting kind of a classic type thing, which is good. And he's just never told her because now they're popular and we see Stephanie and Virgil have kind of remained friends, but they just kind of are distance friends, if you will. And Derek and Virgil just don't talk. Now, I think they did a pretty good job with Charlie's age because I think if they would have... I think they kept it pretty consistent that he seemed that much younger. He was clearly that much younger. I think they did a pretty good job with that, I have to say. So, yeah. But they're at the lunch table, and they kind of have the cool people table and the dork table. And Virgil and Charlie eat at the dork table. And Virgil was always kind of upset that he never got to be popular like his friends. And... Charlie brings up the incident, quote-unquote, a lot. Because, like, to him, it's a joke. Because he knew, as a kid being that much younger than everybody, Charlie knew he was never going to be cool. Virgil kind of always had the hope that he could somehow get cool, but everybody always remembered that big pro that big incident or problem that happened that day. So it's a day that Virgil will just never live down. Now, what happens is we meet this new kid, Zeke. And Zeke's, um, he's a senior age, and he's kind of your classic loner type kid who, like, works in the metal shop and, like, quiet. You know, you get my, you guys get my point. And eventually, Charlie comes in 
to talk to Virgil in class. And he's like, I gotta talk to Virgil. It's an AV club emergency, and the teacher lets him go, which... Does that really work in school? I don't think if someone came in and said it's an AV club emergency, the teacher would just let them go. Am I incorrect there? I don't think I'm incorrect. I'm pretty sure you that wouldn't quite happen, but it's a decom, so I'll let it slide. <laughs> anyway, so what happens then is Charlie's like, hey, do you remember that rocket-powered car that I built on the day of the incident? And Virgil's like, yeah, how could I forget? Well, the battery that I used in there, I've been able to somehow, we go a little... We get a little far-fetched here. I was able to create time, like, practical time travel. And she's like, are you crazy? Like, you know, one of my favorite lines that he says in this movie, he ends up, like, they're, they're like, running on the track. And Charlie's like, yeah, I'm, like, this close to getting it done. And Virgil's like, really? It's taking you that long? And Charlie runs away. And, uh, and Virgil runs, like, kind of runs a little faster. And Charlie yells at him. Well, how's your time travel formula coming along? I don't know. I found, I found that so funny in the movie. I don't know why. I just said it was a good line. And anyway, eventually Virgil's like, okay, I'll help you build this time travel what machine, what have you, if we get to use it for what I want. And Charlie kind of reluctantly says, okay, but we're going to need somebody to, like, help us assemble it because, you know... They need somebody good with tools and what have you. So they call on Zeke because as Charlie says in the movie, whoever we find needs to have a certain moral flexibility. Meaning that they're kind of going to need to be okay hiding this from people. They're not like that kind of thing. And so Virgil says, well, what about him? And they talk to him about it. He's like, okay, this could totally work. But we're going to need a big space. We're going to need a lot of stuff. You know, all of these things. So... They end up able to build it. And I'm going to mention Jeanette in this because Jeanette's like the girl who really likes Charlie. And she's she's also a dork. But she added a lot to the story, I felt. And she comes into play a little bit later. But I wanted to mention her now just so that you could kind of get a point that there is somebody else on the scene. Anyway, what happens is they end up getting this thing built. And they're like, okay, what do we do with it now? And they're like, okay, well, someone's got to go and try it out because Charlie's able to like set it up, but he's like, but they aren't ready to send all three of them through yet. And so Zeke is like, well, I just ate, I shouldn't. And Charlie goes, this is my new favorite shirt. So they're like, okay. Then Virgil's like, what? This seems like da dangerous to just send him through. And so Virgil ends up putting a leash on Charlie's cat that they have with them where they built the time travel thing, which I will get to in a second. And he, like, puts a leash on him, and they throw him in, and they have the leash. And Charlie says, are you crazy? He could die. And then Virgil goes, well, you were okay with me going in there. And so we get this funny moment of the cat, and they put the watch on the cat, and the cat comes back, and it's like, it watches, like, one minute later. Which is that, I don't know how good of proof that was, but, like, I guess it was a good scene. Anyway, something I want to point out that I thought was really funny was they end up um, talking to the vice principal, who is like, you know, a little too movie-esque for me. I, I could use a little bit more of a realistic vice principal, just because he felt a little, it just felt a little overdone, but I, you know, it's okay. It was kind of necessary for the movie, which, you know, is kind of like, play comes into play later. But they're like, we want 
we, we need the classroom because they want a place to build this time travel machine where no one's gonna go into it or anything. And he's like, we want the room 77. And it's brought up as this big thing. And the teacher's like, um, okay, I guess so, after some negotiating. And it's like the school's old fallout shelter from the 50s. And the way they kind of get what they say they're using it for is they say they're holding a Back to the Future fan club, which I guess, I guess that's a pretty good cover-up for time travel. Like, not gonna lie, it's a pretty good cover-up. <laughs> um, something I absolutely loved about this movie that I have to point out that I was so excited after this scene happened. And maybe I'm overreacting, but if you are a DCOM fan, you will know what I mean. When they're they're trying to clean out room 77 and, you know, make it so they can build their time travel machine. So they're cleaning up boxes and they're, like, taking off cobwebs and moving stuff around. And then they finally finish and they get the time machine built. And we see the room. The room does not come out looking carpeted and painted with a microwave and a couch. Like, the room does not come out looking like a amazing decorated man cave it comes out looking like a room that is made of metal that's old that's got boxes pushed against the wall that has a time travel machine in the middle now i thought that was awesome because if you guys know decoms and you know disney channel plots so often they'll have the kids like clean out this room and it'll end up looking like amazing and i'm like where did they get the paint like what and I don't know, I don't know why, but this made me so excited that the room ended up looking like a, like, just a basement that they put a time travel machine in. I thought that was very unique and different, so I'm really glad that that happened. Anyway, after they've done the whole, like, thing with the cat, they decide, we're gonna go back in time and get the winning lottery numbers, but they need to, they need someone to, like, what's the word? They need someone to run the computer as they're away. Well, Jeanette ends up coming down to room 77, and she's like, oh, I want to join the Back to the Future fan club. And they're like, oh, um, so they decide they're going to tell her what's going on, and then she's going to run it, which is what happens, and she's pretty good at keeping a secret, so it works out nicely. So they do the whole lottery ticket thing, but they end up like, long story short, it ends up not working out as planned, and so some other guy gets rich, and they don't. Anyway, in their school, there is a lot of classic high school bullying, like the nerds are getting shoved into lockers and all that stuff, and it's like classic decom high school type style, and what, they, what the three guys decide to do with this time machine is, as Virgil puts it, we live in a high school where mere seconds can make or break a person's social life, so what we're going to do is go back and fix these problems so that we can make sure that people don't get like embarrassed really bad and it doesn't like ruin them and so that's what they establish and they're like okay this is awesome now thing, a thing that I thought was kind of funny is they end up realizing that when they time travel it gets really cold and Jeanette's dad happens to own Ski World which interesting and they she gives them these like white snowsuits with goggles and they end up being called snowsuit guys because people can still see them when they time travel so they end up going back and like saving a kid from like falling and you know like messing up everything and they end up like saving a kid from this embarrassment and that embarrassment and they end up being known as snowsuit guys which i thought was really funny and virgil's like no we're the Minutemen, and he's trying to push this and Everyone's like, no, snowsuit guys. Like, you know, 
<laughs> which I thought was really funny, but, <laughs> and it added a cool thing. Well, anyway, as they start doing this, they, th we kind of get to see, um, we kind of go back to the whole, um, Virgil, Stephanie, and Derek plot, where I find out that Derek is cheating on Stephanie with this one girl, um, I really forget her name, she wasn't very much into the plot, but this one girl, and it just becomes kind of a thing where Virgil's really mad at him, because he really likes Stephanie, and... Stephanie and Virgil, you know, are kind of still, like, kind of talking, you know, passive friends. And we get to see that kind of thing. And eventually, they, the three guys start realizing, hey, you know, I feel like someone's kind of watching us. Like, they're getting this vibe that someone's watching them. But they kind of ignore it for a little bit. And eventually, Stephanie ends up breaking her leg at cheerleading tryouts. So what happens is Virgil's like, no, we have to go back because she, like, missed her chance for college scholarships and those kinds of things. So we need to go back and make sure she doesn't break her leg again. And so they do that. And they're starting to notice they're getting followed a lot. And so Charlie finally comes clean and he says, guys, you know the formula that I finally found that completed the time traveling thing? And they're like, yeah, yeah, okay, okay. He's like, I stole it from NASA. It's It was like an old 50s file that I stole from NASA. And they're like, what? You stole files from NASA? This is a problem! Like, which I thought was really funny. That's so decom to, like, have someone have someone steal NASA files, which, that can't be that easy. But maybe it is, and I'm not aware of it. I've never tried it, so maybe it's really easy to do. I don't know. But, so they come to that, and kind of in classic decom fashion, you probably felt this was coming, and any kind of time travel movie. This, the ending is a little bit predictable, but, you know, that's okay. They end up, have cre they've created, like, a time warp that's gonna turn into a black hole and destroy the world. Okay. So, what they, what, like, the news and, like, the government gets involved really quickly, the FBI gets involved, NASA gets involved, a lot of people get involved. And <laughs> eventually they're like, okay, the only way for this to work is to have you guys go back in time and close the portal and then close the time hole, what have you, you know, and then come back. And so, like, that's, they're like, okay. And so they get their big moment and that kind of thing. But throughout all of this, Virgil and Derek have kind of become better friends because... Virgil goes back in time to save Derek from making a huge mistake on the football field that costs the team, the, the school, the championship. But he happens to record it and then show it to Derek and Stephanie and shows, hey, I saved you. Like, I did this. And so him and Virgil are kind of becoming friends again. And they're kind of, and they're really, well, they're all really happy about it, it seems. Until Stephanie catches Derek cheating on him and Derek sets, um, Derek cheating on Stephanie, and um, Stephanie catches them, and so Derek asks Virgil, hey, can you jump back in time and stop Stephanie from seeing it, and Virgil's at a point where he wants Derek as his friend, but he doesn't want to hurt Stephanie like that, but anyway, what happens is that throughout this whole time where Derek's like, hey, we gotta go do this, Virgil and Charlie have kind of separated a little bit. And then Charlie, Zeke, and, you know, the FBI and NASA come running into the school dance like, no, Virgil, you don't get it. We've created a time warp. We have to go down this black hole and fix it. Okay. And, you know, 
I, I, I'm kind of jumping over this part a little bit because you probably can picture what's going on. It's like every other time travel movie. And what then happens is they jump into the black hole. Well, the day they jump back to is the day that like the battery, what have you, like the nuclear battery type thing that Charlie used to power the time travel machine was also the battery that we mentioned that he used to build his like rocket powered golf cart in the beginning of the movie on the day of the incident and so that's the day that they jump back to because it's the first day the battery interacted with time and so they had to jump back to that day and fix it and they're able to fix it with just some computer taps and that kind of thing but they but they have like 20 minutes and Virgil realizes it's that day so he decides I'm gonna run to school I'm gonna stop young Virgil from helping Charlie He's like, I could make something in my... I'm going to stop that from happening. And he, like... Because this has been a problem for him. He's, like, he's regretted it so much. And they all start running back. And Charlie finally says, you know what? Go ahead and stop it. But just so you know, this day that you hate's my favorite day. Because it's the day that I actually got a friend. And you get this, you know, great moment with them. And Zeke, because then eventually Charlie's like, you know what? Change what you want to change. But just know that we won't be friends if you do that. And Zeke's like, you know, fix what you gotta fix, but it's been a it's been a good ride doing this. But eventually, Virgil kind of what he watches it happen, and he sees that Derek actually didn't stick up for him, but he also didn't like he. But he also suggested the like the the prank that they pull on them, and so he realizes that Derek really never tried to help at all. And so he decides, I'm not gonna change it. I'm not gonna fix it because what would it, where would it get me? And so they have to hurry to make it back to the thing. And there's some really cool moments in here that I don't want to tell you guys everything about it. But long story short, they end up getting able to get back to, like they get back to the black hole, they jump it, and they're able to have closed it. But they jump back to the day that they time traveled the first time. And so that means that they never built, like nothing ever happened and they were able to have it done and they they remembered it when they got back no one else remembered it so there was no news no media no nothing and they're able to stop that from happening which i thought was really cool and you know it was a classic ending they saved the world you know that that's kind of what happens and you you see that they became really good friends well then you know virgil and stephanie are talking and eventually, Charlie comes up to him and he goes, Virgil, I have an idea. What's what's the next big thing? Teleportation. It's going to be bigger than time travel. It's going to be, like, amazing. And obviously, he's yelling this out. And, Char- and Virgil and Zeke are like, hey. he goes, Stephanie, I'll talk to you later. And they drag him off. And then they're like, Black Hole, do you not remember this? Like, did you totally forget what happened? <laughs> and, like, it's kind of almost like it was hinting at another movie, but they didn't try that, which I thought was a good idea. It was a great where it was, and I'm glad it ended that way. But final thoughts, I think it's a great movie. Go watch it if you haven't. Go rewatch it if you want to rewatch it. It's pretty fun and it's hilarious. It's got pretty good writing. As I mentioned, it's a little bit basic. But hey, what DCOM isn't, you know? So I thought it was really fun. And I want to thank you guys so much for listening to this podcast episode. And so much for supporting the channel and if you guys liked it i encourage you to follow the podcast so that you can get more disney channel content thank you guys so much for listening and i hope you have an awesome day and rest of your week bye